chaos is everywhere. Still waiting on uh, our device there to connect with us, so okay. just uh, it'll just I see the invite, so I'm sure it'll show up. If not, I'm sure I'll get a text message. Well, yeah, it had me like log in again, so I was like, "Wait, I have to do this every time now." So I had to like log into mine and then find a notification that you sent me the recording. Um, Huh. All right, well, I'm sure it'll show up eventually because I did send both of you an invite. Let me try this and see if this works. Uh. This is how professionals start their podcast. <laughs> Nothing but dead air is what we're used to. Yeah, dead air. Dead what air, dead <laughs> air. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is only what the second time we've done all three, three of us, right? Because we did the Congo. Yeah, we did. Um, fucking, oops. Uh, we did green grapes, <laughs> green grape drop drink, or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we're all here. You good, Mister Vice? I want some of that purple stuff. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let me, this might be our third time, but <laughs> oh boy! All right, hey everybody, welcome to Chaos Center. This is our one-year anniversary show, so it's Woo! Woo! and um, I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and over there, the Patrick and SpongeBob to my Squidward, Mr. Our Device, and DJ Madman. Yeah, I'm SpongeBob. I'm SpongeBob. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I I prefer to be someone a little more intelligent, but you know, whatever. You're the comedy man. You're the comedy. Would man. you prefer to be like Mr. Krabs or Sandy? Because I think those are your two other options. That's a tough choice, man. Oh, <laughs> well, you think about it. You let us know by the end of the Fine, show. Fine, I can be plankton. That fits my personality better. <laughs> you can be SpongeBob. <laughs> so yeah, before we get into it, I I warned you it was coming. Um, what? Like, how do you feel about this being a year in? Because this will come out on July 30th, the exact one-year anniversary. <laughs> it's, it's been crazy. I mean, like, it doesn't, part of it doesn't feel, I can keep saying this over and around, but, like, it doesn't yeah. feel like a year, and then it does feel like a year at the same point. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, too, I'm a little biased because, you know, I am not as repetitive as, as the others are. So uh, it, it seems like maybe faster for me because I'm not there as frequently. I mean, but, it also uh, yeah. doesn't hurt that it's like the craziest year of all of our lives, just from everything yeah, The craziest year in your life so far, <laughs> dealing from the Simpsons. Oh. Uh, so what about you, uh, Vice? Same, man. Like, honestly, I have, to, I have to agree with the man that is mad in that it really does not feel like it's been a year already, like, at all. Um... Like it when you said that the year was coming up like this, I it it completely surprised me. I was 
I was like, really? Already? It doesn't, it really does not feel like it one bit. Yeah. No, I'm, like, I'm right there with you guys. I, uh, I don't know. It's, it does feel like a year when I look back at all the different episodes we've done. And it's like, well, it's been a long time since we watched Wizard or <laughs> Wizards or we, you know, why, talked about Walter uh, for the first time. And I basically got, if he ever hears it, he's going to kick my ass. So, but it's also, <laughs> you know, it doesn't feel like it's been a year. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next year everything and um yeah so for today we've got a very special episode because it's one that we've talked about between the, the three of us a bunch of times so it's fun to finally get to watch this episode um so yeah we'll start with the traditional thing because it's a simpsons episode have, have you mr vice ever seen this episode of the simpsons that's a big old nope <laughs> and more surprisingly um mr madman you also have never seen this episode of the simpsons I can I can concur that I did not remember any bit. I remembered bits, but I think they were just references to stuff. Right. But do I remember seeing the episode ever? No. Yep. So the episode we're talking about, which just shows you how much I watched TV as a kid, um, is season eight episode, what was it? Season eight episode 13, I think, right? 20, 23. 23. I knew it was later in the season. 23. Um, Homer's Enemy. And uh, I'll just do the synopsis of the episode because it's actually a pretty straightforward episode. Um, we meet Frank Grimes, who is a self-made man who literally had to work for everything in his life. And Mr. Burns sees him on the TV and wants to make him his vice president. Uh, of course, the next day when Frank Grimes actually shows up, Burns has completely forgotten who he is. And so just sticks him anywhere. And his office happens to be next to Homer. And basically, Homer just literally drives... Frank crazy with the fact that he had to work so hard in his life and Homer has literally everything and he didn't do any, like he was a lazy, you know, Homer Simpson basically. And that drives Frank Grimes so crazy. He literally kills himself, which is, it doesn't sound funny when you say it, but it's hilarious when you watch it. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's the episode for you. Um, I, I think where I wanted to start with this, before we get into how this is kind of the turning point for the whole series, is something I never thought about before uh, when I was doing the research. The uh, creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening, said this episode is actually a very zen episode because um, if you look at it from like an outsider, like not from Frank Grimes' perspective, but just from like a mentality perspective, Frank Grimes is a guy that wants everything to be perfect in his life. And obviously nothing can ever be perfect. So he's never happy and he can never like just be. But Homer, of course, is Homer. So he's very much like just go with the flow, whatever. And as a result, much more happy, even with all his faults. And I never thought about that before. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's actually very true um, now that I've rewatched the episode. So I don't know, what did you guys think of the episode? I, I don't care who talks first. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go. So I was actually very surprised. The one thing I was surprised about the most is actually like how I felt about the episode at the end and how I felt mm -hmm. about Homer. Like, the, man, it made me really, really, and maybe just because of like my own situations and stuff, but like, yeah. holy crap, it made me really, really not like Homer Simpson one bit. And like, yeah. I was really, really feeling for Grimy. <laughs> as he liked to be called. 
Yes, yes as, like he, as he surely like to be called. <laughs> um, so yeah, what did you think, Matt Ben? Uh, so almost the same but different because like it is a relatable story. Like anyone that's worked any kind of like manufacturing or other like kind of position, there's always somebody that's like, how are they where they are when right. like other people you know clearly have more skills or could do better. But going back to like the Zen thing, I definitely kind of felt that too. Is like. I don't know, like, normally I don't, like, not, like, a sensitive point, like, but, like, I definitely could understand, like, people basically saying, like, oh, Homer's Homer, like, just let him be, um, right. but when, when, when he started to do his snap, I was like, oh, this is not good, when Frank Grimes starts to just kind of go off the wee-woo, I was like, ooh, no, like, it's gonna end in disaster, it's not like it's one small thing, like, and that's kind of one of the weird, like, things that the show does talk, do, but, like, how, like, for like kind of joker one bad day could literally ruin a person's life yep. so so a home or homer simpson somebody just literally unintentionally you know bothering someone could be this huge disastrous thing yeah and it and as far as like not liking homer that's part of like well I, there's two things i want to talk about but the first thing is as far as like why homer still has a job there's a really fun fan theory that it's completely intentional that Mr. Burns doesn't want a competent safety inspector. He wants somebody that's just there, that's not going to report the many, many like code violations in his plant to the government. So he's actually keeps him around just because he's so incompetent. And like it is just a fan theory, but it kind of bears out when you see like how Mr. Burns reacts to everything that's going on and, you know, just how he doesn't care that Homer is an idiot the whole time. So, I don't know, I, I, like I said, I think that I kind of believe that. It makes sense for his character to be like, oh, yeah, no, I want a dumbass to be the, the safety inspector. So, oh, yeah, um, I know. With the regulations world and all that stuff, that makes total sense. But I don't remember, I think there's one that they actually address it where, like, someone from, like, the EPA or whatever comes to mm-hmm. the plant. Yep. There's an episode, I think it's Homer goes to college where, yeah, they basically show up and he has to go back to college because he doesn't have a degree, but also he's just seriously inept. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good episode. They go back and forth, but I just, I always like that theory. The other thing, and this is what this episode is famous for, is this is the end of the golden era. This is the, the transition from loving but flawed dad homer that try that usually learns a lesson to jerk ass homer who just gets crazier and crazier and has no consequences for his actions and it's like this is very blatant when you when you think about it because at the end of the episode he's at this man's funeral that he inadvertently but he did cause to kill himself mm-hmm. and he's sleeping and his last line is change the channel marge like they can't get more jerk ass than that. So I, yeah. this is the, that's this dividing line. That's why this is considered the dividing line um, for those that think that jerk ass Homer isn't, um, you know, a good person. So yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I love this episode, and just because this is supposed to be the dividing line for the golden era, it doesn't mean there aren't great episodes after it. Um, just later in that season, there are fun episodes, but you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, that's, that's the moment most people pick out. So, um, 
don't know. Let's see, what else did I want to talk about in this episode? Um, the custom my... pencils were a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> uh, just like a pencil, ex- pencil making executive. Um, I, I, you know, you gotta really feel for Grimy though, because they really do everything to make him like impossibly beaten down by life. Yeah. To the level of like he gets offered this job after he's on the news, and the next day a dog takes that job because Mr. Burns is evil and he doesn't care about people. It's just. Yeah, no. I, I as I get older, I really do feel for him because I feel like a lot of people my age kind of completely understand that feeling of just you know the world sort of changing the rules on you and you can't really make any headway. Or so. the fact too that like that news like story, like it didn't really show him succeeding. Like yes, he got his diploma, but then that was it. Like. That, that I still like for especially for us like that's just not relatable anymore like oh you worked yeah. so hard you got a diploma but did he get a job and then that goes to like no technically he did get a job but was it worth his diploma not really right. and it's made very clear because he's working next to Homer who just showed up the day they opened the plant and they gave him a job so which that actually um, is very very close to how my dad who was a much harder worker than Homer Simpson but my dad worked with people that had their master's degree in their field and he never finished high school, but the way he got his job was he showed up and he was a, um, he's a bigger guy. He worked with special needs adults and he was a bigger guy that could um, basically control them when they had outbursts. But, and so he worked his way up in that role and he ended up working with people that had their master's degree just because he started when he was young and that's something you could do back then. That's something that would never happen now, but that's you know how he got the job he ended up having before he retired. And so yeah, it's very relatable in that way to like the different experience like the last generation would have had over us. Oh no, yeah, and that goes back to like the initial, like even industrial revolution 2.0. Like I have many stories about like one of the one of the big like manufacturing plants that I worked at like. There's people that worked there. They literally just like they got out of high school or they worked there in high school and then they worked their entire lives. So like they got, you know, <clears throat> they didn't have like a specific, you know, training or whatever. They just happened to be there at that specific point in time. And then, you know, they stuck with it, which that's not really, you know, how things work now. But it's also still kind of the same thing where it's like this is where a common theme too we talked about where like the show does very good at making their own unique stories, but making kind of like the threads beneath them, like a pretty relatable experience. Like, you know, even Mm -hmm. though there's all these cartoon characters or they have all this wacky stuff, the ultimate kind of story, the thread line is, even though it starts with, you know, like weird acid trips or, you know, when Homer accidentally, well, when Frank Grimes, Homer's about to drink the acid and Frank throws it there. Like I've seen not that exact kind of thing, but I've seen parts of that where it's like, oh, someone tried to do something nice for somebody and it ended up being like terrible for them and they ended yeah. up potentially getting fired. And it was like right. they were actually trying to like do something there. And that's those those moments where it's again too for building that like moment of like when he's gonna snap is like yeah, they do a very, very good job of trying to make him like not a likable, but like, you know, like a standout, just good good person who 
works right. hard and, and and then you know <clears throat> everyone else is just kind of like huh what's wrong with you <laughs> it did this has nothing to do with the actual like merit of the episode but it it does lead to one of my favorite moments where he's talking to Lenny and Carl and he's like oh my god he eats like a pig and Lenny's like no I'd say he eats more like a duck pigs tend to chew <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's one of my favorite jokes um yeah, no, I like it's because this is also kind of a dividing line between the different types of episodes. Because when you and I do this, uh, Vice, we basically, I'm basically the one picking the episodes. So I pick episodes from the golden era because that's what I grew up watching. But right. when that man do it, he picks the episode. And so far, it's been episodes where it's later than this because those are the ones he grew up watching, which I don't hate, but they're also not the ones that I pick because, to me, they're newer. That makes some sense, even though they're all 20 years old. So it's kind of a weird... It's weird that both of you have never seen this episode. I was like, one of them has to have seen it. Nope. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. So we were talking about with the storyline, when you were saying it was a pretty like uncomplicated thing, usually, and then mm-hmm. maybe that's something that the later Simpsons do, is usually there's like two stories going on. And right. like Bart, really, Bart's story is pretty small in the wrong scheme. Like, it doesn't, you know, how sometimes always there's like a crescendo of this is how it ties into that. Outside yeah. of Frank Grimes seeing that there's a kid that owns a factory, yes, the the rats thing doesn't even get like addressed. It's just kind of like a comic bit. Like, so there's not really two stories, but that there really is one story with one like anecdote that sort of ties in. But it's not like it dovetails at the end. Like, I, I, well, that's the thing, and I don't know too if that's part of the golden era or not. But like, I grew up where it's like the same thing too, where there ends up being you know a story with Lisa, a story with Bart, a story with Marge. Right. And at the end, they somehow tie together. Like, oh, her coat saves the acid from burning the you know the the thing down or something like that. Like, there's right. all this tie-in, and this was pretty like singular. Like, this is what you're focused on. This is what the story is. There's one small thing. But it's not as developed and it's not like technically in that episode, Bart's whole little thing could have been t- taken out and then we wouldn't have really missed that much. Yeah. 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 I think the whole point of it literally was that one joke because like you had to come up with a joke or a reason for Bart to be something to brag about. And obviously we know that Bart is like a troublemaker and whatever. So the fact that he owns a factory is the thing that Homer can say after going, he's got a IQ of 156, and Marge is beautiful, and so is her baby. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think that's literally, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just kicking around, okay, how do we, like, let Homer in the scene that we're going to have with Frank Grimes brag about Bart? It's like, what if he owns a factory? Why would he own a factory? I don't know. Like, I just, I could really see that happening. I don't know if that's how it went down, but it could definitely work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me think here. The other, oh, well, the other thing I wanted to point out, and I, I wanted to make sure, I wanted to see if you remembered. So, um, did you remember, Mr. Vice, the joke that I told you back when we were doing our Beatles trilogy, that they would mention the Grammy only one other time? <laughs> I didn't, so, I didn't remember it until... Like it popped back up. Like once the once you brought it up, like you want to like you want to see my Grammy or whatever. Uh, when he like said that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like yep, I told you they would show it. Like they mentioned it every once in a while. There's one other joke that pops in my head about the Grammy, where there's another episode where they're at an award show. I think it's like the local Springfield award show, and um, 
Homer's like to, says to Marge, I never win an award. And Marge's like, You won a Grammy? And, Mar- and Homer's response is, I need an award that's worth winning. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I was like, Oh, that, that, I was waiting to get this episode just for that time. So I'm happy we got to it. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Like, because we just talked about the jerk ass. So, yeah, the episodes we do after this more or less are about jerk ass Homer, and then the episodes before are supposed to have more of a heart. And, um, yeah, I, I think, honestly, I believe it. So, anything else you guys want to add about this episode? To, to just kind of add to what you were saying, too, I think that is maybe like one of the things that Matt Groening was kind of famous for, and now, like, cartoons use it more as a standard, mm-hmm. is like that subtle continuity where like one joke, one bit, one reference can be used 15 episodes, a season, six seasons later. And sometimes right. it's just enough for people to remember. Like I know for sure, but that's one of the things that Archer was like known for was like, there would be a bit, there would be something that they would mention one time and one time only. And that continuity would still flow. Like even three, four, five seasons later, it would still be there. And somehow like, I think a lot of cartoons kind of followed that kind of understanding of like, oh, it's important. And especially like now with like South Park, the whole Memberries thing is like bit after bit <laughs> after bit after referencing things. You know what I mean? Like they, they put so much effort like 15 years ago into something and people remembered it so that they can kind of pull from that and be like, hey, remember this thing we mentioned that one time? So that's you kind of one of the cool things. Man. <laughs> you remember? You remember? I remember. Yeah. Which is also funny because like I didn't even like that whole South Park thing, but now it's like a little more of an appreciation for like the like the art side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's true. And um yeah, no, they're really good at it. And part of okay, so I want to point this out just because there's another reason besides jerk ass Homer that this era is considered the end of the golden age is actually just about this time, like, well, pretty close to it, they were starting to think about Futurama. Mm. So that's part of the when the Golden Age is supposed to sort of end it, is when they split their... Um, not, I mean, it's still... I think it was still like a year or so away, but they were starting to think about it. So it sort of split their attention, and that's what that's part of what caused it. I just want to throw that in there. Um, all right, so I don't, I don't know if you have one ready, but I was going to make sure I didn't skip over it because it is a big one-year anniversary. Do you have a cheese fact for the people, Mr. Vice? Do I? <laughs> like, just take out your cheese folder. Oh, is it made of cheese? I hope so. In my mind, it is. <laughs> you laugh. That smells horrible, probably. Well, you're not wrong. Man, but let me tell you, oh, cheese facts. Boy, do I have one ready to go. In no way are you stalling because I just thrown this on you at the last minute. Well, stalling was a name of a cheese factory back when, so I think you're correct in that saying. Yeah. Today's fact is actually about a cheese called Telegio. It is a cow cheese that is aged approximately five months, soft in texture, originating from the country, yes, you guessed it, Italy. Um, <laughs> known for so many cheeses. Uh, but yes, this cheese actually goes all the way back to Rome. Uh, and oh. yes, 
still really popular today, although kind of expensive. Good to know. <laughs> I wonder like, if there's like, yeah, can they trace back like historically? Like, is there a cheese geology? A cheesyology? Oh, I like it. I would assume so. Like, uh, there are places that are still for like beer and, and stuff like that are using cultures that go back hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine you could really cha- trace back, you know, cheese development if you really wanted to. Yeah, or like the, the food etymology, like the, the breakdown of like you know, using beers. Like, that's how you can take food and you can like break it down historically into, oh, okay, it had to be from this culture because this time frame and this herb was available from that time frame. Same thing goes back to with that cheese when you said that was the cheese that Fileccio is back from Rome. Like, that's like the, you know, the little snobbery fact. It's like, oh, yes, I'm eating the same cheese as Julius Caesar. Mm, yes, yes. Mm. I feel special now. Yes. Mm. It is served properly with blackberries, fresh figs, or cherries, yes. Oh, blackberries, figs. Whoa, you're going, going, going oh. biblical on us. Yep. What we do here. All right, so that's the name of the episode, right? Going biblical, or or something, (laughs) something cheese related, like Julius Caesar's cheese, or Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar, huh? What can I say? It's a gift. Or uh, uh, because I keep making a habit of this, I don't know if it's a suggestion or not. But is the episode that explains that there is like a company that created Homer's head. Is that jerk-ass Homer time frame with the fish light bulb combination? I I think it might be. Honestly, I don't know offhand. For some reason, that popped up when you were just like talking through the episode. I'm like, oh yeah, fish light bulb. I liked that episode. I don't know why. I don't know why my brain went there, but that was my my thought. I was just like, oh yes, this makes perfect sense. Here, Here, you guys, give me like two seconds and I'll find out for you. One second. One two Mississippi, seconds. two Mississippi. <laughs> hey, you count in Mississippi's, I count in other states. How dare you? Uh, One Nebraska, two Nebraska. Or like, see, what, instead of to make it consistent, why don't you do all of the really? states you could do? One Mississippi, two Missis- Missouri, three Montana, four Texas. It's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. Well, that's the the point. I only do the bits that I struggles with. So, you're welcome. <laughs> if it was right. smooth, it would be way not my brioche. Huh. That is the heart of a real entrepreneur, right there. Okay, so I, the reason I wanted you guys to talk because I could still hear you. Is I'm not sure if I ching, if I go off the app if they can still hear me, but I did look it up for you, and it's very odd that you mentioned that. <laughs> and I'm also wondering, Dude, like, no what way. are you doing? The next third the week after, because that is actually season eight, episode twenty-two in Marge We Trust. So the episode right before Homer's Enemy is the Mister Sparkle episode. How, how the heck did I not see the Frank Grimes episode then? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but it's the episode before. All right, it's destiny. We have to do it. <laughs> it's density. Oh well, definitely. Yeah, we're definitely adding that to the list because it is a great episode. But yes, what's tech- it called? Sparkle junk? No. In, in Marge, we trust because the the Mr. Sparkle episode is actually the um the the B B plot. So the actual A oh, plot okay. of that episode is Marge uh, starts volunteering at the church to give people advice. 
Yeah, so that's why called the Microtrust. It would be very DJ Madman thing, not to remember the the plot, but the underneath story, the yeah. side story that you're not supposed to care about. So yes, to answer your question, if we use that home of enemy as our like strict cutting off point of the golden era, it's in the golden era by one episode. So, <laughs> oh, missed it by that much. Yeah, it's actually hilarious because the episode right after it is really funny, but it's very um. It's very much not a real Simpsons episode because the episode right after it's called Simpsons Spinoff Showcase. And instead of being like a full episode, it's literally three different what ifs if we took different Simpsons characters and put them in different types of sitcoms. So, huh, so like not a Treehouse of Horror kind of a thing, but kind of or like when they started doing the uh, the the best of thing. Remember when they did yeah. like the best of Simpson, like the best episodes or like the and now we're yeah. all waiting for hardcore nudity. Yep, and, it, and it's actually hosted. Same thing with that, like with by Troy Cat McClure. Brockman. Oh, Troy McClure. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, I think um, that's pretty good. I think that'll do it for about a year in. Um, obviously, we have no idea what we're going to be doing next week because we're recording this ahead of time. What? Uh, but... No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this live. But I can tell you that on Monday we're going to watch some sort of Star Trek. So Woo-hoo. check out that. Um, other than that, though. If everything went well, I hope you enjoyed July. I really do have plans for a bunch of different bonus episodes. Um, I don't know how many I'm actually going to do, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens. So I hope you enjoyed whatever I did. Yeah. <laughs> and 2021. You want to add anything before we sign off? Knick-knack, uh, yeah. give me a bone. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Stay crazy out there.